going on everybody? It's Will with Road Noise Gaming. I want to talk to you today about the Epic Game Store. Now, I don't know if I've really touched on this topic too much since I started the podcast, but um, I wanted to take a moment to, to examine this because it's pretty fascinating to me. Um, the whole sort of thing that's unfolding right now. Basically, um, for those who don't know, Epic Games, the Epic Games Store is a storefront put out by Epic Games, the developers of Fortnite, and the idea behind this storefront is to be a competitor to Steam, which is the, you know, the main uh, storefront for digital game purchases and has been for a very long time. The only real competitors out there would have to be um, storefronts that are owned by companies like I know EA has one, I think Bethesda maybe has one, maybe Blizzard has one. I don't know, but so those are the other storefronts that are kind of notable that people probably spend a lot of time in because they play those games. But as far as the more open storefronts, Steam is the one and just doesn't really have competition. There's other ones out there, but they're not, you know, they're, they're distant seconds and thirds. Um, Steam has pretty much run the show for many years. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. And we're going to talk about where Epic Games, uh, what, their tactics, how they've come about, and sort of the moves they're making to stand out in the industry. Um, so again, we're talking about PC games. We're not talking about any console games. So all of those things that I mentioned in this podcast will be about PC games. So whenever I talk about games, just know that's what I'm talking about. Uh, okay, so most recently, Epic Games has been in the news because they are releasing... Borderlands 3 exclusively through their storefront. Uh, so they've worked with Gearbox, the developers of Borderlands, to bring this, uh, this latest entry in the series to their store exclusively for a period of six months. Um, now, how this exactly works, we're not, I'm not really sure, but I assume it just, you know, they, Epic Games would give them an incentive, would pay them more, to make their game available only through their platform. Um, Borderlands is a game or is a franchise that has thrived on Steam, has done really well on Steam. I actually just bought the entire series of Borderlands, whatever's available right now, on Steam. So the pre-sequel, Borderlands 2, and all the DLC associated with those titles, I now have because I bought it on Steam for like 14 bucks, which is down from like a value of $300 or something like that. So really, really good deal um, and kind of hard to, to turn up. Um, and, you know, it's funny because um, I've been reading about Borderlands and I've been looking at all this Borderlands footage really out of my fascination from this story. So Epic Games being in the news has actually drawn me closer to Steam and made purchases there of, the, of these games. So it's a little screwy. Um, so this is something that, uh, Epic Games is getting criticized for. They're basically taking games away from Steam. Uh, they're actually stopping games from being released on Steam after they've already been announced for Steam. So people are pretty upset about that. I mean, at the end of the day, we're playing all of these games on the same platform, which is our computer. So how we actually launch the game, how we pay for the game should be kind of negligible if you really think about it. But at the same time, 
you know, I can say for me personally that I have, um, I have my, my love for gaming, uh, and my love for computer gaming specifically has really been invigorated by steam. Like I started a steam collection. Like I really started a steam collection probably about three or four years ago is when I first sort of started my collection. And it's been a really good experience. And, you know, when I look at something like the PlayStation Store, or when I look at like the, I mean, especially the Nintendo eShop, which is just still a joke. Uh, when I look at things like this, and then I look at Steam, I mean, Steam has just, it's bursting at the seams with features. So you've got community features. You've got user reviews. You've got um, cloud saves. I mean, there's somebody made a chart or a table of all the different like uh, features that Steam has that Epic Games lacks. Uh, but you know, Epic Games aside for a second, I mean, just if we just look at Steam for what it is and the user experience and the customer experience with Steam, it's fantastic. I mean, you get so much information. Uh, you get you know the user reviews for me are pretty much essential. Like I I use Steam to inform my purchases that I make on other platforms. Like that's how good it is. Like I go to Steam before I go to Metacritic. I go to Steam before I go you know to any to any like major website uh, like a you know a Kotaku or an IGN or anything like that. I, or even YouTube, like hunting for reviews and stuff like that on YouTube, I honestly feel like I get a better overall sense of whether a game will be worth my time or not through Steam reviews. And I think that the Steam review system is very fair. And I think it's, you know, can it be, um, can it be manipulated? Can people review bomb and things like that? Yes, they can. And in fact, we're seeing that right now with Borderlands. Um, and it's, it's a bad thing and it's a sad thing, but at the end of the day, not of a very small percentage of these titles get that sort of treatment on Steam. For the most part, you're going to get a, a good sense of whether or not a game is going to be worth your time through that platform. There are exceptions. I, I can think of a few off the top of my head for sure, but overall, Steam is... Again, bursting at the seams with features. You've got the community aspect. You've got screenshots. You can, if there's a game that you love and you're playing and you're following, you can click on the community hub for that uh, for that game, and you just get, you know, you can look up custom made user guides within the Steam platform. Those custom made user guides have ratings, so you can actually review those, and then the good ones bubble to the top. So at the end of the day, Steam makes being being a customer, being a consumer of video games a really fun experience and it invigorates your interest in the in gaming and it invigorates your interest in discovery and you end up buying more games because this platform is so great. Um I mean, I have, you know, so many games that I've purchased because I found them through Steam. Um, and because I spend time looking for games through Steam and just trying to find new games that I have never heard about, games that I would never have had access to learning about on a major website um, or on, you know, on any website, on a Kotaku, on a Rock, Paper, Shotgun. I really love Rock, Paper, Shotgun. But 
even, you know, the discovery tools are just so deep that you can really find stuff that is recommended to you through the service that is that you just can't find anywhere else. Um, and to me, that's a huge value. Um, Epic Games is, is not like that. That's not their approach. Um, their approach is to have a very minimalistic, um, really not too many games available. It's really pretty bland. Um, and I think that's sort of, I think that's what they're going for. I think they're, they're trying to sort of make the customer feel like all of this, all of these features in Steam is just sort of, or just, is just bloat. It's just sort of a bloated system with features that you don't really need or want. And they're just trimming all the fat and they're just giving you the games and they're giving the developers a higher cut, which probably should have mentioned that long before, but um, that's really Epic Game Store's main angle. They want to give, uh, or they do give uh, developers a much higher cut of the overall um, asking price than Steam. So I believe that Epic Games gives the developers 88% of each purchase, whereas Steam gives everybody 70% of each purchase. So there's a pretty big disparity there for sure. And I hope, if anything, that Steam can you know use this competition, this newfound competition that they have, to make some adjustments. And you know, um, they're 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 keeping 30%, which is a, a big chunk. Um, and it's probably time for them to adjust that. They, you know, they've they've stood on top of this industry, they've raked in all this money, and now it's time for them to sort of see the writing on the wall and and start to give back and start to you know lower that to, from 70% or lower that 30% down to you know I mean if they can get to like a 20%, then that would be more competitive, you know. Um, again, I think it's a lot more complicated. I, I admire what Epic Games is doing, but I personally feel that it's a lot more complicated than just offering more revenue and that's it. Like, because if you have a great storefront that people like to use and they buy more video games for that reason, then that is pro developer. That's pro developer because you have a great platform that people are excited about and they get excited about your games and they buy your games more because of their great experiences they've had on that platform. Um, for me personally, I don't want this just to be like a, a Steam love letter uh, or, or anything like that. And again, I don't really, I don't identify myself as somebody who is on the Steam bandwagon versus the Epic Games. No, I, I am glad that Epic Games is here. I'm glad that there's competition. I'm glad that, you know, that Steam finally has sort of a rival because I think that will hopefully bring the best out of them. Um, um, it's kind of one of those things where I just feel that Steam is, of all the, of all the digital storefronts that I have experience with, I'm talking Spotify, which I like a lot, um, even something like Amazon or what else? iTunes, all the digital storefronts, Netflix, all of these storefronts are not as good as Steam. And, and I'm being dead serious about that. When it comes to having all of these different features, 
that, you know, and you can take them or leave them. You don't have to use all of these features. But it's better to have them than to not have them for all the different, you know, there's a million people out there using, or there's millions of people out there using this platform. So there's a lot of people who are going to use a lot of these features. And, you know, we get to have, we get to have Steam Link and play in our living rooms and play around our house. We get to have, um, you know, user communities and user groups. We get to have, uh, you know, even a, a section for just screenshots and like artwork, fan art. Um, none of these things exist at all in the Epic Game Store. The Epic Game Store is not really, it just doesn't add anything to the experience other than your knowledge that the developer is getting a slightly higher cut of, of what you're paying. Um, which, I mean, that's good. We want that. We want developers to be paid more. Um, and I could definitely see myself purchasing a game on Epic Games. I have, I have yet to do that. I do have the launcher on my PC right now. Um, and I do have Subnautica on it because, um, I, I decided that, you know, Hey, if I can download Epic Games and get Subnautica for free, because, uh, they gave out that game. They're now giving out The Witness for the next couple weeks. The Witness, you should probably download Epic Games and download The Witness if you don't have The Witness. Because The Witness is it's one of my favorite games of all time. I could do a whole, and probably will someday, do a whole uh, podcast on it. But in any case, they're giving away The Witness for free. So that's that's pretty amazing. And that's really... That's the only thing that you actually get other than the knowledge that you're... you know giving a, a better cut to the developer, you're getting a free game here and there. And that's pretty cool. Um, but there's other services that give us free games. Um, you know, there's PlayStation Plus, there's Game Pass, which give us games not for free exactly, but for close to it. Uh, and then there's things like Humble Bundles, which give us games for extremely cheap. So, eh, you know, the free games thing is, is, a, is a cool angle, but we see that in other places, so, or we see something really close to it in other places, so, I'm not sure how much of a, how much that really sets it apart, or makes it, you know, something truly unique or special. The reality is, the Epic Games Store is not really a store, it just doesn't have the things that a store has, um, at least not yet, maybe it will someday, but a company like Epic Games, you know, I would like to see them shift their focus to, you know, away from, you know, buying developer rights and, you know, trying to get all these exclusive games. I would like them to shift their budget away from that and just into the platform itself and making it better and, and actually giving, you know, better search tools, better discovery tools and actually having a real catalog rather than just like the, you know, couple dozen games they have on the platform right now. I mean, right now, right now, it's almost like you're, it, I would personally rather just go to a developer's website and buy the game directly from them and give them 100% of the proceeds and, you know, use PayPal to buy the game and then just click download and just download it, uh, install it, and then just don't even use a launcher at all and just play the game from, from directly from your computer. Um that to me sounds more appealing than having something like Epic Games, which is just sort of in the way, you know? 
It's not offering me anything. It's not streamlining anything. Um, I get nothing out of it other than, you know, the knowledge that developers are getting a slightly higher cut than Steam. And yeah, I guess I do get a free game every now and then. But again, that's not that special considering all the things I've talked about. So, um, again, I'm very happy that Epic Games is here. I, I'm not personally all that bothered by the practice of them, um, you know, getting exclusive games and getting exclusive rights to games. I mean, I understand why they're doing that. I mean, obviously they have the money to do it, but with all that money, I just would like to also see them, you know, actually make a store, you know, make a store that, that is a good consumer experience more than just again sort of having that uh charitable feeling that you get when you when you buy something that you know the developer's getting a slightly higher cut that's great and all but again the reason we're all crazy about pc gaming is because of, of steam and the good experiences we've had for many of us that's what it's about so pro developer comes in different uh forms uh, you can say that Steam is anti-developer because they take that larger cut, but at the same time, they've developed such a great platform that uh, invigorates people's interest in gaming and makes them buy games. Um, what else can we say about this? What else can we say about Epic Games? I think I may, I think I may sort of close with, you know, I know a lot of people are sort of like, at war right now there's sort of these factions of people who are you know team epic games or team steam and i mean i've i've made my position clear here i guess that i technically come out more on the side of steam but i just i just want to see i want to see a couple things happen here i'd like to see valve the company that makes steam i'd like to see them you know uh, make some adjustments because of this epic games thing you know actually allow this to, you know, you've you've had this revenue stream for all these years. You've been on top, the top of the industry as for as far as like launchers and stuff like that. So you've got you know you've 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 built this empire, and so now that there's somebody here that's sort of a thorn in your side, like Epic Games is, go ahead and make those adjustments. You know, lower your the rate that you take of these games, lower that 30% to 20% or something like that. I mean, 20% is at least halfway or almost halfway to what Epic Games is at. Um, or actually it is halfway to what Epic Games is at. So I would like to see that. I would also like to see Epic Games, if they're really serious about this, like they, they're going to have to do more than they're doing right now. They're going to have to actually build a large archive of games. I mean, think of it this way. When when Spotify was out and then Apple Music came up out of nowhere, Apple Music pretty much had all the same music that Spotify had on day one. Now, on Epic Games, we have almost none of the same games that we get on Steam. I mean, it's like right now on Epic Games, I think we just... You can't even view a list of the games. That's how few there are. You you can only view a grid of like cover art of the games and just scroll down 
and a sort of Netflix style um, roundup of all these like kind of big thumbnails and look at them that way. But you can't actually look at a list. I mean, it's, it's just a bizarre thing. It's a bizarre thing. And like right now, the, that company absolutely has to make a store. They have to make a real user experience. They have to make a good customer experience. And right now, that's not what they have. That's not what they have right now. So hopefully they can get there. And if not, then hopefully Steam just makes the necessary adjustments and keeps on you know, winning the war. Uh, and I think there's room for both. I really do. But you know, both of them will have to hopefully get better um, on account of each other. So that's what I'm hoping uh, as a result of all this. Um, I still personally have never bought a game on Epic Game Store, and I have, you know, well over, I mean, I probably have 200, like, Steam games, just from all the different Humble Bundles, and, like, I, I there was one Humble Bundle that I had, there was, like, literally 50 games, <laughs> it was absurd, but yeah, 50 games I got from a Humble, humble Bundle one time, and, you know, when you, that's the thing about Steam, is, like, when you sort of start to get into that ecosystem, all the different sales, all the different things going on, you just, you're buying more and more games and you're giving, you're putting money into the pockets of these developers that you would have never had knowledge about before because there was no storefront to give it to you. Um, or maybe the convenience of the storefront is enough to, to let you do that. So anyway, guys, I'm rambling. I'm gonna stop now. Um, that's what I got to say about, about this topic. You can hit me up on Road Noise Gaming on Twitter. And you can hit me up on my Kinja blog on the Kinja Network. That is P-E-S-T. That is P-E-S-T-U-L-O-N dot Kinja dot com. Peace.